baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The mainstream media, the media elites, ladies and gentlemen, all the networks, CNN, MSNBC, Wall Street Journal, L.A. Times, Chicago Tribune, Atlanta Journal-Constitution. They think that they are the only people that should be able to bring you the news. And they hate, oh, they hate the fact that you are getting your news from alternative sources. Because you see... They feel like the news belongs to them. They feel like they are the gatekeepers. That's exactly right. Um, Emma Tucker is the Wall Street Journal's editor-in-chief. She's called for a reevaluation of how traditional media operates, recalling a point when the mainstream media was the chief adjudicator of information and facts. She highlighted its demise that came with the rise of alternative media platforms. Ms. Tucker, during a Davos panel, of course she's speaking in Davos. Of course she is. Of course she's speaking with the elite in Davos. Probably flew over there first first class. No, what are you kidding me? No, she probably went with Wall Street Journal's private jet over to Davos. Wouldn't you love to know how... The uh, Wall Street Journal's editor-in-chief traveled to Davos. Wouldn't you love to know that? I bet it was, I bet it was the company jet. I bet you it was the corporate jet. Probably got a G5, if not a G6, traveling in style and luxury, spewing out all that, oh, that carbon dioxide, so they can go over there and tell you how to live your lives. So uh, Ms. Tucker, during a Davos panel, supposedly dedicated Uh, to the preservation of truth, authored a lament for the era where the press held exclusive dominance over news and facts. She says, if you go back not that long ago, we owned the news. We were the gatekeepers, and we were very much, and we very much owned the facts as well. If it said it in the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times, then that was a fact. Nowadays, people go to all sorts of different sources for the news, and they're, they're much more questioning about what we're saying. Okay, so what they're going to try to do here is they're going to try to blame you. Because remember, it's never their fault. It is never their fault. It's your fault. You didn't like the truth that they were. Well, here's the thing, though. If they had been spreading the truth, you would have needed to go somewhere else. You wouldn't have needed to go to uh, the Liberty Daily or Citizen Free Press or Ammo or Revolver or wherever you get your news sources these days. You wouldn't have needed to turn to those places. And I think they really shot themselves in the foot with the whole Russia, Russia, Russia investigation. Wall Street Journal published some of Donald Trump's tax returns when they knew that this was leaked, when they knew that it was illegally leaked to them. Now, what did they do that was so different than what Julian Assange did? You know the answer to that? 
nothing. They were both the same. The only thing that Julian Assange did is he published, remember, he didn't take, he didn't go in and grab these. He didn't tag uh, uh, or um, uh, what do you call it? He didn't hack into anybody's uh, accounts. He didn't steal this information. This information was given to him and he published it on WikiLeaks. And some of that information was pretty negative to a lot of people, a lot of countries, a lot of governments. So therefore, Julian Assange, he has to go into exile and potentially goes to jail for the rest of his life. Wall Street Journal, not even touched. Not even touched. So not only did this woman's comment, Miss Tucker, uh, reveal a lot about how mainstream media figures see their role in society, her comments painted a clear picture of the power shift that has marked the recent history of the media landscape. So it's no longer good enough. This is her again. So it's no longer good enough for us to say that this happened or this is the news. We almost have to explain our working. So readers expect to understand how we source stories and how, and they want to know how uh, we go about getting those stories. We have to sort of lift off the bonnet, as it were, in the way newspapers aren't used to doing and explain to people what we're doing. We need to be much more transparent and about how we go about collecting the news. No, uh, hold on. I got a better idea. Why don't you just report the news? Why don't you actually put your political leanings aside? Why don't you put your ideologies aside and actually report the news? We've got some information coming up about the jabs in a little bit about the jabs that I will guarantee you, you're not going to see in the wall street journal or the New York times. And we're talking about the worst heart health crisis in memory is going on right before our eyes. We're talking about new cases of things like vasculitis. Of course, we're talking about myocarditis, pericarditis, Guillain-Barre, uh, Bell's palsy, uh, stillbirths. Yes, we're talking about all those things, all those things that the mainstream media refuses to touch. And, and, and let's just go even even deeper than that. Why didn't the mainstream media come out when, when the Durham report came out? Why didn't they cover that as heavily as they did the Russia, Russia, Russia investigation itself? Why didn't the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times come out and say, just big, bold headlines. Russian hoax when the Durham report came out. And why didn't they point fingers at the FBI? Because the FBI knew all along it was a hoax. Why didn't the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times come out and, and start talking about how the FBI went to social media companies telling them to squash the Hunter Biden story? I mean, for that matter, why didn't they run the Hunter Biden story? No, you see, Ms. Tucker, it isn't that people want to know how you collect the news. No, that's not that. It's why you collect the news that you do. That's what we're really concerned about. Because it's your political ideology that is actually the problem. And if you were fair, and if you were, were where democracy dies in, you know, uh, you know, democracy dies in darkness then you would be reporting this stuff. Then you would be reporting all the lies that Joe Biden has been telling. 
And you would come out with, with editorials that talk about, you know, Bo Biden did not die in combat. He died at, at Bethesda. He didn't die in the Middle East. But you won't do it. They just won't. You just won't do it. So, yeah. So it wasn't us. You left us. And then because of that, we left you. And here's the big problem. We're never coming back. We're never going back to you. We're never, ever going to return to the mainstream media because you have broken that trust bond. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.